Welcome to Retro Media Talk. I'm Steve Montgomery, and we have Steve Lego, and we have a special guest on the line, Mike Gallus. Mike Gallus. We have three people on this podcast because we are talking today about another '80s iconic movie classic, The Goonies. And what better person to have on the line with us than Mike Gallus, who's a huge Goonies fan. But we just uh, recently rewatched the film, and we were going to talk about like how it was watching the film again. I watched it on Blu-ray, and I haven't seen the film in probably a good ten or more years. I would I would say. I really can't remember from the last time I watched it. Even though I bought every, probably edition that came out, DVD, DVD, special edition, I don't know, anniversary, you name it. VHS. Yep, VHS. Absolutely. And, can't forget uh, about that. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, well, let's go with, uh, let's go with Lego. Lego. Yes. What was your What was your reaction to the to the Goonies when you rewatched it? Well, I mean, it, you know, it's a it's a fun movie. It's you know, I, I don't think it's as good, you know, when you're fifty years old compared to when you're, you know, a, like a teenager. Or, uh, when this movie came out, this came out in '85, so I was like I was like 13, 14 years old. So I mean, it was good. It was cool to it was cool to see. Uh, you know, a movie from this era again, and you know, there's a lot of good, uh, uh, you know, childhood actors in here that went on to do uh, different things. You know, Brolin's like a huge star now, and and uh, <clears throat> what's his yeah. name, Sean Astin, you know, the, the Lord of the Rings guy. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was good. It was it was it's a fun movie. I mean, it's it's hard to really really get into it when you're like i said you're when you're like 50 years old but it, it, it's a good movie it's a good movie you know it's it it stood the test of time i mean i mean of course nowadays kids are into different things but i i would find it hard to believe that a young kid if you put him in front of the tv and put this movie on that he wouldn't be you know he wouldn't be entertained yeah yeah i mean we were talking we when we first rolled out this podcast we started with Raiders of Lost Ark which basically kicked off the whole you know adventure movie you know movies of the 80s um, and, and this kind of followed you know that trajectory but but with kids you know uh, just that that whole old school type adventure movie you know when I first put it on I put it on kind of late at night and I started laughing you know, at, at, at the beginning parts, because I was like, I, you know, the first 20 minutes, I, I was really tired that night, so I had to turn it off. But, you know, the first, you know, few minutes and all that stuff, I couldn't even remember what happened. And and one thing that just cracked me up is that when that, uh, <laughs> the the whole the whole statue, you know, the mom's statue. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then the, uh, the 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 penis uh, you know breaks and then he puts it on. He's like, you got it backwards. 
<laughs> it's it is standing up and yeah. I don't know that that joke just cracked me up. I mean, Chuck um, is the highlight of the movie. Yeah, you know? he really. Oh, heck yeah, he, he really is. Yeah, and I forgot. I forgot how funny that guy was. And one thing I I forgot to do before we started doing this podcast, which I wanted to do, is look him up. Has he been in anything else? I don't think so. I think he. I think he. I went to college and. And uh, I think uh, I don't. I don't think he does anything anymore, acting wise. Supposedly, he works on movie sets. Really? I mean, yeah. I, I mean, that's bizarre to me because he he was a good actor. I thought you know he played he's, that role really good. He's either work. He works in the industry in some way, or he may be a producer or a financer or something like that. Wow. That's pretty weird, isn't it? I mean, and, and what about mm-hmm. Data? Data was hilarious too. Yeah, he hasn't done anything. That's so weird, man. I mean, you got those actors that. that Are you talking about the little, the little uh, uh, Doctor Jones uh, guy? The yeah, short yeah. Round? gadget guy. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I, I don't. I think, I think he did some stuff like right around this time, and then yeah, he just, you know. <laughs> disappeared weird and uh, I don't know I guess we should have looked up what, what you know what they uh, what they're doing today yeah so anyway I put it on again and we watched it all the way through I kept thinking yes. it was a Steven Spielberg movie but until yeah, well, yeah I remember the trailer you know because it had the big skull with the crossbones yeah. on the trailer and then in the trailer you know came at you kind of like how the movie opens right said steven spielberg presents so you yeah. assume that he was directing it but he didn't right right and and it's just such a classy type of steven spielberg type of movie it was just weird that he had richard donner directed but you know i can see why richard donner directed it i mean he's he's a great director and all those actors on there just love Richard Donner. He was he was hard, you know. I mean, he's he's he's. Um, they said he, you know, he's he's direct, but he's a great guy, and he was kind of like a father figure, and uh, you know, it was it was interesting to hear. But when they slid down that slide, and they turned around to see the ship for the first time, they really saw that ship for the first time that was at, they were actually hidden from that ship till that scene so that those reactions were real so it's it, i thought that was a pretty cool little little trick they did you know to hold back a surprise to get a more more uh, natural surprise of it you know so that so my reaction to it was yeah you know what this is great film good clean fun there, there was. Uh, it, they just don't make them like they used to, you know. Right. There was no. It was just entertaining. No messaging. It was just great film, and uh, great actors. Uh, so what? Um, so that was my reaction. So, um, so what do you got, Mike? I know you're you're biting at the bit for for uh, to talk about the soundtrack. <laughs> oh, oh, heck yeah! Um, no, I love this movie. This is one of my favorites. It's probably because. I probably like it so much is because I was pretty much the same age that these characters in the movie were. And so I remember my buddy Kurt and I went and saw this 
we had just gotten back from uh, I think it was sports camp and we saw that this was coming out we went and saw it and I think we went somewhere after the movie and I bought like a pack of uh, cards you know like trading cards and what was really weird is in that pack of trading cards was a picture of an octopus oh yeah and I was like I was like wait a minute there was no octopus in this movie what's going on here you know and it and um so with the soundtrack that's the thing that I really wanted after I saw the movie and I I ended up getting the soundtrack and it was like uh, a bunch of bands on there Uh, I mean if the songs are in the movie they're in there briefly because the only score piece that was on that original soundtrack was like the really slow Goonies theme and I was I remember being highly disappointed at that Mm. but Man, I mean, this the movie just stands the test of time. I mean, I, I could watch this just about any day of the week, really. Well, well you're right. Uh, th- all those kids were about our age when they yeah. filmed it. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I don't want me to sidetrack your thing, but I just looked up Jeff uh, Cohen, the, the mm-hmm. actor who played Chunk, and uh, he's an entertainment lawyer now. That's what it was. Yeah. So he was in a couple... No, he was in a TV movie, a couple TV movies, and then he was a voice, a voiceover or something. Oh wait, yeah, he was the youngest of the group too. Well, he, I guess he did play in a couple things back in the early 80, early mid eighties. I, I guess as a kid. <clears throat> Family Ties, Amazing Stories, uh, a couple side thing, Tales from the Dark Side, but overall, no, uh, no major films. I mean, no major parts or anything he just left it i guess and went to do that or whatever he did he's doing but yeah i I just i looked that up real quick and i was like holy cow man so he was years active it says 83 to 91 so (laughs) i would have thought he had a great uh long career ahead of him what's interesting about that time period of when this movie came out i think it was i'm gonna guess june maybe july because Spielberg had another movie coming out, which was in July of 85, which was Back to the Future. Well, that's probably why he had Richard Donner directed them, maybe. Maybe he just had too many coals in the fire or something. Well, I think he was directing The Color Purple at that time. Oh, okay, okay, all right. Because he wrote this movie. I mean, didn't he? He wrote the story uh, of the Goonies, Spielberg? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure. I'd have to look that up. I'm pretty sure he did, because I think it was written by Spielberg, but he just, I, I guess that's why he wanted somebody to, to direct it if he was doing already another movie. That makes sense. But yeah, so the going back to the score, the original score did not come out until 2010. And so, you know, when I originally saw the movie, the first scene when they're on the beach and they have the big Fratelli chase, that was the music piece that I always wanted to get, and they never released it wow, for whatever weird. reason. Yeah, that's, that's I know. So when does he finally release the score? Is like, oh wow, I only had to wait twenty five years for this. Yeah, yeah. The budget was nineteen million. It grossed uh, one hundred twenty five million at the box office. No telling what the DVD and, and and Blu Ray sales were, but. 
I bet I bet there were a lot. There's a, actually there is a piece on the uh, soundtrack called Octopus. Octopussy? No. <laughs> James Bond. <laughs> no. That's the, the that's James Bond. Be the craziest, movie. James that's got to be that's got to yeah. be the craziest title ever. It, it is. <laughs> that was that was I think that was 1983. Oh man, I got to rewatch that movie. I I I own all the Bonds. I haven't seen them in so long, but I, I remember seeing Moonraker at the theater. But I'm oh yeah, that's track. classic. I love that movie. Yeah. I I just said to myself because I've been listening to another <laughs> another podcast, and these guys were were, were viewing the uh, Bond movies, and really? uh, I was thinking I got to go back and watch them. But it, to be honest with you, it's just like they're hard to get through. You know. Yeah. You but know, they always uh, th- that that the, first few minutes though, like the first, yeah, minute, they always yeah. have that big action, you know, you know, just like grab you, you know. But it yeah. just got, it, it was just like a, I don't know though. It's like you go from Sean Connery mm-hmm. to Roger Moore, <clears throat> right? Roger Moore is just, I don't know. I couldn't stand Roger Moore. You didn't like and Roger then, Moore? No, nah, he just ah, he, he just looked like Roger a. Moore. He he didn't seem tough at all. Looked like a good strong wind to blow him over. He wasn't he believable. Just smooth. <laughs> I just liked him. I don't know. He, but you I know liked what? him That's, too. That was my first Bond experience. And then they got Pierce Bronson, right? He was next, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah. Well, wait a minute. There's a, there's another guy. There's and another I, guy in there between Connery oh, and Moore. That's George. Perry? That's George Lazenby. Okay. What? Yeah, he, he made he made one movie. What was the movie? Uh, I think it was His Majesty's Secret Service. I think. Oh, that that has a really good theme to it. And that movie actually did really well. And uh, he tried to hold the studio up for money, so they 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 told him to pound salt, and they brought back. Uh, I think they brought back Connery. And then, uh, but yeah, then they went to Timothy Dalton. Then they oh, went Timothy to, Dalton. He was okay. Yeah. Pierce Bronson, he just wasn't believable to me. I, I mean, just he, kept he, thinking, I just kept thinking Remington Steele every time. Yeah, I, he, I mean, he was kind of a, he was kind of a wuss. I mean, he wasn't believable to me. I, do, I don't know. know. I, I it, to me, uh, Sean Connery and Roger Moore were were my favorites, and then probably I don't know. I like Daniel Craig. He he was really good, but. Um, I can't get into these new movies at all. I can't. I can't. I I had to turn the new one off just to. Uh. It, but I like I like the other ones he was in. But he's believable at least. He is good. He's really he, good. You can see him kicking somebody's ass. Yes. He's you know what same, I mean. He's Especially that shape. yeah that intro to the very first movie he was in where he's beating uh, that guy up in the bathroom. Yeah. 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 yeah that was kick ass. Yeah. Yeah. They really screwed the last uh, Bond movie up. But yeah. Um, couldn't get into it. But they, they had some good. The, the one movie that was. The one movie that wasn't really supposed to be a Bond movie was Never Say Never Again. Mm. Well, yeah, that had Sean. That was Sean Connery's last, pretty much last stand. Yeah, they they made it. They made it independent of uh, the studio, and they had some Bond references in there, but I don't think they called him Bond, or they don't. They didn't call him 007. I don't remember what the deal was, but they could only use certain things from the from the from the book or whatever so yeah it was a weird weird movie i haven't seen it since i was a kid what, what there was one that was unofficial but I thought. that was never say never again 
It was James Bond. Was it the yes? Because one? one wasn't included, I think, in the box set, and I was like, "Why?" You know, it would probably be that one. That one was no, it no, actually no, did no. very well. Okay. And that was when you know Roger Moore had done I don't know maybe four or five movies already, and then Connery all of a sudden comes back because I remember that movie ran forever. Yeah. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Never Stay Never Again was 83. Oh, really? Yes. And it uh, it grossed $160 million. That's a lot of dough for back then. For 83? Heck yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh, guess who directed it? Who? Irvin Kirshner. What'd he do? I don't even know. Empire Strikes Back. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Wait. He wait. He didn't. Wait. George Lucas didn't direct that one. No. That's what. That's why it was good. Oh, man. <laughs> Jeez. See. This is no, crazy. He just, I'm he just came up with the story. Fan. Uh, this is the bad thing. I. You know. I just keep thinking George Lucas directed it. No. Um, Kirshner was. He brought Kirshner in. It was. It was controversial at the time because he was a character like story type director and i mean look at the story i mean that, that that's probably the best character interaction out of all the movies that's like my favorite star wars movie yeah and he he had never done an action movie before man he got lucky <laughs> <laughs> he struck gold on that one wow that is interesting yeah it's weird because sometimes i black out on credits i just I don't read credits half the time, you know. Yeah. Shoot, now more, more when I'm older. Sometimes pay more attention, but m- most of the time I just like black out, and and I just hate credits. So, uh, so all these years of watching Empire Strikes Back, I must have blacked out on the director and not even paid attention because I just assumed George Lucas did it. I don't know why. All of a sudden, I'm just now finding this out, or I knew and I just totally didn't really know i like i like i totally forgot i don't know man maybe i just forgetting things but, uh you know when we're getting old you know so maybe i'm just but i don't yep. remember knowing that piece of information so that's that's cool i learned something that's unacceptable <laughs> oh guess guess which bond movie came out during that time, 1983, the one that you just mentioned, Octopussy. Octopussy. Uh, yeah. Oh man, it's hilarious. It grossed 67 million. That's horrible. Hmm. Okay, and then uh, so Never Say Never Again was actually 14 that year on the list. Oh man, number 15 was Jaws 3D. Oh yeah. I just watched that not too long ago, in, not in 3D, and it was horrible. Oh, yeah, I saw I watched it, too. It's bad. Yeah, it's it's really bad. I know. It's, you know what, though? I, I will say this. If you watch some of the, the newer shark movies, some of those are worse. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, how do you get so bad? I mean, you would think you would think the shark movies would get better, but some of them are are even worse. I don't know why. It's just they're, they're bad. The story, the everything. But there are a few good ones that are really good. But they just keep throwing them out there like crazy. 
and uh, there's a lot of bad ones out there, uh, the newer ones. But but anyway, to get back to the Goonies. The Goonies. Uh, yeah. Octopussy. <laughs> I just we want to say octopusy the rest of this podcast. We could, we could just have like um, uh, <laughs> podcast uh, the Goonies slash octopusy talk. Uh, yes. <laughs> even though they weren't in the same year, but somehow we, we we're, we're putting the two movies in the same category. Wasn't wasn't there a snake somewhere in that movie? Which one? Snake octopusy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. I think so. It, it, I know the guy gets the octopus on his face, right? Yeah. That, well, I know, and I, I, I know that, <laughs> I know that octopusy is a chick. She's like yeah. the she's the chick in the movie. The queen of the right. octopuses, or something. <laughs> I don't know, but she's 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 the chick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was the most crazy title ever. I mean, hey, mom, can I go see Octopussy uh, at the at the theater today? Well, I'm looking. I'm looking at it is PG. Uh, I'm looking at the IMDb page for it, Are and there's actually there's actually there's actually a character in the movie, and his name is Doctor Octopussy, played okay. play, played by Lou Hooper. So. So there was Octopussy and Doctor Octopussy. <laughs> hey, is there any uh, is there any facts on there that says uh, how that title came to be? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like who 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 came up with that title? <laughs> and then, oh, well, there's so. a, well, then there's a bunch of, there's a bunch of women here, like twelve, and they're just listed in the credits as Octopussy Girl. <laughs> 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 oh so, man, that's I don't I, I I can honestly say I've never seen Octopussy. Really? I might have to, I might, I might have to watch it today you might just have to, to watch see it now. Yeah. You got to see what all the hype's about. That's a very uh very well-known uh uh piece of pop culture. Yeah. It is probably not going to thrill you. <laughs> no, it's not going to. <laughs> <laughs> Take you a couple nights, maybe. I don't know. I can't even remember it. To be honest with you, I cannot remember it. I know somebody gets the octopus on the face. I do remember that. That's aliens. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> oh man. So you um, gotta, go ahead. Oh uh, no, I was going to say something stupid. So back to the back to back to the Goonies, right? Hey guys, do you want to get exclusive 10% off Entertainment Earth? This is the most abundant pop culture merchandise site on the net. You've got to check it out. Everything from action figures, collectibles, exclusives, all kinds of toys. You have to check this out, guys. And you can get an exclusive 10% off with our coupon code and special URL all put together at popenvyshop.com popenvyshop.com if it doesn't work the first time just refresh with our link at popenvyshop.com everything in your cart should go down to 10% off well there was one thing I, I, I thought was kind of funny I was reading some facts about octopus or the goonies, it's the goonies. <laughs> and 
And one thing it said, uh, Sean Aston took the treasure map as a souvenir from the set, but his mom accidentally threw it in the trash thinking it was garbage. Oh, no way. <laughs> oh, man, wouldn't that suck? That thing would be worth so much money by now. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Oh, man. You would think they would have had more than one printed up. Yeah. They, yeah, they probably did. Well, what what about the other characters in there? What what is there any Uh-oh. character you what didn't happened? like? What about the enemies? Oh, the Fratellis are hilarious. I mean, the old lady yeah. is classic, man. Yeah, yeah, she's classic. She throw looks like Axel Rose. Throw, throw Mama think, from the train. Yeah, I think yeah. my favorite scene in the whole movie, hands down, has got to be when they're trying to get Chunk to spill the beans. Yeah, yeah, that is funny. You know how he cried in that movie? Yeah. You do know? Okay. No, go ahead and tell it, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, he, he. I guess there were real tears. He would just think about his mom dying. I guess his mom died at a young age, so um, to generate real tears, he, he thought about his mom dying. So I don't know. That's pretty good acting for a young kid, you know? I suppose so. They didn't have to put onions in his eyes or anything to generate tears. He would really... I think now they just like squirt some like 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 drops on your face now. Yeah, it'd they? be so easy to do, to do that. I mean, just yeah, exactly. Visine or tear, or, uh, I don't know. Because I was watching something the other day that somebody was crying, but you could tell they weren't really crying. And it looks like it looks like the tears they put on were like almost like some kind of like clear oil. They weren't even oh, like oh, flowing. Yeah. They weren't even flowing right. So. The film was shot and almost entirely on location and in sequence in Astoria, Astoria, Oregon. Well, I thought it was shot in Hawaii. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what you told me. <laughs> well, that's what I that's what I heard. Uh, well, that's where Richard Donner lived. And um, I believe that's where the, the pirate ship and stuff. Let me let me see this. Now I'm getting wrong information. Maybe they just shot the pirate ship scene in Hawaii. Cause I, I was uh, listening to. The, because the I mean, because they you were can go a- there. You can go to Astoria, and because I've I know people that have gone there and seen the sets, or the house and all that stuff. Okay, so here we go. Here's the locations, Astoria. Okay, um, one, um, so looks like. Cannon, wait, Motorola, Echo State, Cola State Park. That ain't it. Northern California. Well, I, I don't know. I'm confused because I. Know I, I would, be, I would believe it was in Oregon. It, it would make sense. Well, yeah, especially you know where they they were they were living because there was there was leaves falling and all that stuff. But I thought maybe the ocean part, maybe they, you know, went to, uh, maybe they filmed it in Hawaii, but. It it looks, that, I can tell you that ocean part at the end, uh, it looks a lot like the Pacific, like California, um, Oregon. Because I know they went to Richard Donner's house in Hawaii, like they stayed there with, uh, they surprised him by crashing at his house. I guess Spielberg played a joke on him. The whole crew went there or something. Maybe it was uh, for his birthday. Oh, man. 
Yeah, that's all. Uh, see, I'm just reading. And so by the end of the movie, in the last two weeks, Richard kept saying, oh, my God, I, I got two weeks to go. I can't wait to finish, and I'm going to go to my house in Hawaii, and I'm go- and I'm going to get away from all this noise. That's what it was. Okay, so he goes to his house. So right after we wrap up the film, it says, uh, I take the whole cast. That must have been uh, Spielberg. He took the whole cast and put them on American Airlines. They got, and they got them the f- to... Donner's house in Hawaii. So before mm. Dick ever landed, they all showed up in his living room. <laughs> it says <laughs> he dropped to his knees. He went white as a sheet. She said, oh, that must be. Uh, oh, that's cool. We thought we'd give him him, him a coronary. It says, it says Donner himself also appears in this episode. Alongside, I don't know what episode they're talking about, but must be uh Oh, it's a reunited thing on uh, video on YouTube. But anyway, that—that's what happened. That's why I got confused on the filming. So they just—they just flew there and surprised him when he was trying to get away from the cast, get some relaxation or something. That's hilarious. So. They got the locations on here. A lot of them are Astoria. Yeah, that's a beautiful place. I—I I, man. Too bad, you know. Okay, Ecola State Park is where they, uh, that was the backdrop. (laughs) Well, in Oregon. For when they uh, see the, uh, they have the map, and they're looking, you know, with that little piece that they were looking through the, uh, like the eyepiece that he was looking through to make the match. Yeah, that is, supposedly that's, Acola Beach, and then they also use Cannon Beach for the car chase. I'm trying to find the pirate ship. Goat Rock Beach in California was another scene. Uh, oh, that's when One Eye Willie's ship sails to the sunset. So it wasn't, it wasn't uh, Hawaii. It was actually California. There are any parts that you guys didn't understand, like the timing issue. Like um, one thing I was wondering, it's like, how did Sloth and Chunk get there to the ship, you know, before everybody else or whatever? Uh, well, I mean, they got there. Or, you know, didn't cross paths with the other guys and then, you know, I, I, I maybe took a shortcut. I don't know. That wasn't really... I didn't really... Yeah, it's a kid's movie. I, you know, I don't want to put too much thought in that. Yeah, yeah, I know. I get technical sometimes, you know, watching movies like, well, well how'd they get there They're so fast? They're, you know... <laughs> I, I want to know what movie or TV show or whatever what that Sloth was watching. Was that supposed to be like Errol Flynn or something? I don't probably. know. Probably. I, I probably had to have been. Um... How what did it say? It said it took Sloth five hours. They took five hours in the makeup chair to do that makeup. Five hours. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's like old days of work. That's pretty standard though for makeup jobs, though. You know. I know, but man, think about that. Five hours, and then how many hours of filming? They probably went on for five hours of filming. Probably ten hour days. I mean, I'm sure he was glad just to get a paycheck, honestly. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you're doing a major motion picture. I mean, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna sit there and, and take it. But I mean, gee, whiz. that's a lot of. I don't even know what this guy looks like in real life. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna John Tuzak. He's on the uh, he's on the IMDb page. I'm gonna look at him. He's a big big guy. He had like curlyish brown hair. Oh, he looks yeah. like Kane Hodder or something. I play Jason. Kind of looks like that. Or he, he looks like some <laughs> football player. Oh, well, he's yeah, well, he's, he, yeah, he's ex. Oh. He was an ex football player. Oh yeah, hey, okay. played for the Raiders. Oh okay, all right. Oh wow, yeah. He looks like that guy. He looks like um, the dude from Revenge of the Nerds, kind of. Uh, nerds. What's his name? Oh man. <laughs> oh yeah, I know who you're talking about. Dude, um, the guy that couldn't um, belch. That dude, that dude is hilarious. He was at a he was at a bar locally one time uh, promoting his his beer or something. And me, Kurt, and somebody else was there, but we didn't have the nerve to go over there and introduce ourselves. We were just looking at him like starstruck. That's the nerds guy. <laughs> <laughs> I forget his name now. Another sidetrack topic, but I got to find out because I can't remember his. Donald, Donald Gibb? Ogre? Yeah. I guess that was it. Ogre. He was in a lot of 80s movies. Booger? No. No. Yeah, Booger was great. <laughs> I thought he was hilarious. Oh, yeah, Donald Gibb. He was in Stripes, too, wasn't he? Yeah, I think so. What was he promoting? Duff ogre. Beer. Oh, Ogre Beer, dude. No wonder. <laughs> what an idiot. It's like Ogre Beer. Holy cow, that's funny. I wanted to get an autograph, too. And uh, neither one of us had the nerve to go up there and look like a bunch of stars. <laughs> Star Trek, uh, struck nerds, you know. Hey man, can we get your autograph? Why not? I don't know. It was just stupid. I don't know. He probably would have loved it because half the people weren't even going up talking to him. They, <clears throat> they probably don't even remember the movie. Who knows? I love that movie. That movie's awesome. We got to do that movie too. By the way. Uh, anyway, back to the hey, what, gals. What were you talking? You were talking about deleted scenes. You were going to share. Oh yeah, there's uh, there was the Angel of Death. What was that? Uh, something about mouth. Says he tickles behind the skeleton's elbow. This triggers a loud creaking sound. Suddenly, a skeleton shoots out of one of the caves dressed as an angel of death. The skeleton is carrying a large uh, sickle and it its rusted blade long and sharp. The booby trap skeleton speeds across the floor fastened to a wooden board with wheels. The blade coming straight for the boy's heads. The boys ju- duck just in time and the skeleton shoots by just missing their heads by less than an inch. Hmm. That was one of them. Hey, you're you're right though on that Errol Flynn. It says he was watching Captain Really? Blood. 
Yeah, by okay. Errol, Errol Flynn. Hey, 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 Steve. Yeah. You got to love the scene, though, in the end. Hey, you guys. You know what we were talking about at the ship, and he rips that shirt off. And oh, the Superman? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and that's just awesome because, you know, Richard Donner, of course, the director of Superman. Directed Superman. Could, he had to. He had to throw that in there. That was classic, you know. That was great. Yeah. Hey, you guys. Uh, there's another deleted scene called Mikey at the Wheel. It has something to do with... Uh, they're in a pirate cavern. And let's see. Moving along the raised deck, Mikey backs into something. He turns. The pirate stands there. His back to Mikey, the pirate is huddled over the ship's huge wooden steering wheel. He is dressed in a tattered pirate costume. Mikey catches his breath, reaches out, touches the pirate, a creak. The pirate turns. Mikey is face to face with grinning pirate skull, and two daggers come out of his eye sockets. Hmm. Well, that's cool. Hey, uh, now you know why they were deleted. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Hi, guys. Steve here. Are you a musician, composer, or hobbyist? Do you use music software instruments, virtual instruments, audio plugins, or whatever? Please check out my blog at samplesoundreview.com. Samplesoundreview.com, where I share the latest new releases, reviews, and an exclusive deal page where you can save a buttload of money on virtual instruments. So why not check out samplesoundreview.com for the latest deals. You can also find us on Facebook. We have a Facebook group that's uh, new and, and trying to grow. We also are on Twitter and a couple other sites, Instagram. So samplesoundreview.com. Check us out and save some money. Hey, uh, June 7th is Goonies Day in uh, Astoria, Oregon. Really? Yeah, yeah I'm, sure it's, I'm sure it's like a big deal, you know, out there. I bet it is, man. That, that'd be cool, you know. You know, Bruce Campbell lives somewhere out in uh, Oregon. or Oregon. Don't go to Portland. But, yeah, the other places are awesome, it looks like. I mean, I'm surprised because it's more, you know, it's more like, you know, woodsy and, uh, you know. Yeah. Usually they like, like the the shitty cities well that's why they're important it's really hard to get around because there's one interstate it's north or south so if you want to go east to west yeah oh wow if you want to go east to west uh good luck because it's just all mountains you're not going anywhere so everybody just goes north and south but it is it is home to the deepest natural lake in all of America, which is Hidden Lake or Hidden wow. or Crater Lake, Crater Lake. Oh yeah, I've heard Crater Lake. Yeah. yeah, I wanted to go there, but we didn't have time. It's deeper than the Great Lakes. Yes. Huh. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I I I love the look of Oregon because I, I you know all those trees and oh man, just awesome. It's a huge. Uh, the entire state's just like a big logging state, you know. I mean. Yeah. I don't know really what they do in Portland. I didn't get get that far. We uh-huh. stayed on the coast. We we stayed on the southern coast. Yeah. 
and it is absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, I bet. It, it looks like that slide they ran, they they rode down in the Goonies was a real ride. I got the card for it because it shows it on this card. There were three slides, and one of them has like a loop in it. Huh. So, yeah, they all split off into three different slides. Hey, uh, I heard that that Spielberg was so cool, man. He was just like uh, one of the guys, one of the Fratellis or whatever. Act, I forget which which actor, what what his name was, but he said uh, they're in Hawaii. I guess um, I think it was Hawaii. Uh, now I'm getting my channels crossed, but he wanted to go. He was gonna go. Uh, they must have had a day off, and he was gonna go. Uh, I think scuba diving or something, and and uh, Spielberg just whipped out bunch of money and just gave he was like super generous the whole time he, I guess he was on the I guess he was there like most of the time or all the time I guess so he was almost like a almost like a director I guess but he was just like you know he was so like kind and giving I guess to the cast you know and I, I thought that was kind of cool when they were talking about that what's your favorite character then everybody agrees on Chunk then yeah, pretty much, I think. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, Chuck, Chuck's probably the most funniest. And he gets the pepperoni pizza at the end. And, um, you know, I I think um, I think second. I mean, I do like uh, I don't know. I, I, I like Corey Feldman in the, in the, in the film, even though he's, you know, his mouth, but yeah, I liked it. He had some good, good lines in there. Um, I like the older brother. Um, God, what, what was his name? Brolin. Oh yeah, that's right. That was that was Brand. Yeah, but but his his acting. Wait, what was his? Is Josh Brolin though? Yes, yes, but, yes. But, but he you is. You know what? I didn't even pick up on that. Isn't that weird? I didn't even pick up. He, that with him. <laughs> he becomes uh, Thanos. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, Josh Brolin, man, that's crazy. You know? Yeah, I would have never would have guessed this, that one. <laughs> you can watch a movie this this far in the future, and he's still learning something from it. <laughs> oh, jeez. Crazy, but hey, that's what's cool about the podcast. We just learn as we uh, as we talk. That's right. All that stuff, you know, just off the cuff talking. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. I'm I'm usually I'm usually a little more prepared, but <laughs> I I watched this movie a couple of weeks ago, and I know. like I said, you know, it it was it didn't like blow my mind or anything, so I didn't yeah, really I, know. I, I, I didn't pay a whole lot of attention to it. I probably would have been. I know I had a lot more to say. Because, because like you, you know, um, I watched it a couple weeks ago, and we've been trying to get this going on this episode, and the timing has been, you know, all over the place trying to trying to connect and do it. But, um, but yeah, I mean, uh, so the longer you go, the less fresh it becomes in your mind. In, in your mind, but right. uh, but as far as the experience goes, it was. 
it was a great experience, I think, uh, reliving it. And um, that's what's good about uh, these type of movies. You know, a lot of movies, you know, I can just... I, I like to put on and just kind of reminisce, you know. Oh yeah, I remember this, you know, the first time I saw this or, or whatever. Right. And uh, kind of think back, you know, where I was when I was watching it or, or whatever, and and uh, realize how how cool movies are back then that they could just uh, allude to certain certain things or whatever and. And they're funny, you know. They they don't have to be, you know. Now nowadays, you watch a movie and, you know, you got to throw in a bunch of crap, you know, to right. try to get a laugh out. But you can do it subtly, in a movie back then, and you just like crack up because you know what they're talking about or meaning, and it's just kind of, you know, you don't have right. to be so direct, you know. And then <clears throat> that way, that you know, kids don't know what you're right. talking about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and now it's got to be, you know, they, they screwed everything up. Yeah, they got to be, you know, vulgar as possible, you know, or whatever. You know, it's just like, yeah, oh, man, you could have did it a classy way, you know, it would have been funnier. But, yeah. Nah, they don't, they don't do it that way anymore. No, no, not at all. Or you take a TV series that was really funny, which I love, uh, Three's Company. That was a great show. It was not particularly a kid show, kid friendly show, because back in the day it was controversial, but it was a fun right. show. But you know, as a kid, I didn't get all those jokes. No, I just want to hang out at the Regal Beagle, man. Yeah. <laughs> but, but my parents, you know, they they didn't mind if I watched it, but they were probably like, "Oh man, this is uh, on the edge." You know what I mean? This is on. Right. This is on the. It it, it got some controversy. But I didn't get the jokes. But man, when I watch it now, I'm I'm laughing my butt off, man. It is hilarious. Well, yeah, you know, it's the same thing with uh, you know, with Family Guy. You know, when my kid was like super, super little, yeah. like you know, two, three, four, and he just thought it was a cartoon. He didn't yeah. understand any of it. And you know, my wife would be like, "I can't believe you're letting him watch that." I'm like, "He doesn't get it." You yeah. know what I mean? He doesn't get it. He just <laughs> thinks it's a cute little baby with a dog walking around. Yeah, yeah. You know. And but when he got older, he goes, "I get all these, you know, what they were what they were talking about." Yeah, now yeah. he's like, "I can't believe you let me watch that." I said, "That's because you didn't know." But yeah. And even later on, like um, even in the you know, I think we, I don't know if we talked about, but you know, we talked. I think the name came up, but like '90s shows, you know, like um, uh, Married with Children very controversial I didn't get a lot of the jokes even in the 90s and now I get them a lot more now because I'm paying more attention great show though um, even Seinfeld had some real controversial things but they were clean controversial you know they were on the board they were on the edge right they were like they were like well they're not really saying this directly but you know what they're talking about you know what I mean like and this is hilarious because you 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 laugh more when it's like alluded to what they're talking about rather than just coming out and saying it you know Seinfeld was just brilliant at doing some of that stuff you know yes yeah yep. all right did you like Seinfeld at all Mike you were quiet there what's that what about Seinfeld did you ever watch Seinfeld oh heck yeah that's like that's one of the best shows on TV man 
It was awesome. I could, I could put on a Seinfeld uh, DVD anytime. And, and who's your favorite character? George. George. Yep, I agree. <laughs> I mean, hands George, down, George, George is the best. I mean, you know, you could you could argue Kramer too, but 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 George, he just gets in trouble all the time. I, you know, it's, a, it's just great, man. Yeah, hello, he's by far Newman. The, he he really, yeah, Newman. Newman's good, but um, but George, man, you know, he 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 just he really did uh, without George. I don't know how that show would have went, but um, do you guys remember the the answering machine one where he changes his answering machine to the greatest American hero theme song? No. Oh, that is so funny. I gotta see that though. I gotta see that. Well, even uh, I mean, you. I mean that that show, the cast of that show was just just brilliant you know it was just golden i mean george's parents come on oh they were great too oh man george and, and, and jerry's yeah jerry's yeah i mean jerry's uh, you know, dad i mean ben stiller's dad in there uh what's yeah. his name yeah is jerry stiller is that what it is jerry stiller yeah oh gosh that dude is you just look at him <laughs> and want to laugh <laughs> and you know. and then you also had um, uh, what's the the uncle uh, Jerry's uncle on the show, who was in Raymond, by the way. Oh yeah 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 what oh. yeah that guy showed up every once in a while. Yeah, they had some great uncle Uncle Leo was it? Yeah yeah they had some awesome like you know guest stars on that, and those shows are great just to put on because they're real short. You can just get a laugh in you know and doesn't take up mm-hmm. so much time but i like doing the you know if it ain't streaming anywhere without commercials uh, i like putting on the dvd because i hate commercials i mean it just it just like breaks up the you know the, yeah. the you know the the flow of a show i just uh, so the uh the merv griffin set the yeah. kenny rogers roasters Oh yeah! Oh man, I can't. You know, I cannot believe they haven't put that uh, remastered on Blu-ray yet. I I just cannot believe. Well, it's probably because uh, whoever's what streaming them, they probably have the license or something. Yeah, because they're streaming in HD. It's crazy that they haven't put those on Blu-ray. I mean, do you really need Blu-ray for Seinfeld? I mean, I I think it looks really good. Uh, in HD, but um, but no, probably not. I mean, you could just you know the DVD looks looks fine up converted through a Blu-ray player. It, it does look it does look good. I mean, it was in widescreen at least. It wasn't in full screen. Octopussy. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, anything else we want to add with the Goonies? No. Uh, I can't think of anything really. I guess we didn't talk about too much of the scenes in it, um, like our favorite scenes or anything like. Well, that. Well, they got farther than Chester Copperpot did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was kind of weird because this guy was supposed to be an expert, you know, and he's yeah. like, in the first trap, he dies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, like that's what. True. 
Is, what, what's, what was the, um, what, what was his name? Chester Copperpot? Is that what you said? Yes. But what was, what was the penguin's name? Wasn't his name like Cobblepot? What was his name? The penguin? Yes. Oh, yes. You are correct. Yes. <laughs> what was his oh. name? It was like Cobblepot or something. Yes, it is. You think that was a tip to the penguin? I don't know. I just was very similar. Yeah, it could have been a little, uh, you know, a little tribute or something. I don't know. That's weird. I've done that movies before where they've tribute some favorite character or something and did some. Oswald Cobblepot. That was his name. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they probably did. That's funny. I don't know. So they, they, that that movie came out June seventh, nineteen eighty five. I I knew I was close. What 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 all came out that that day? I wonder. Wonder what. Oh, what other movies? Yeah. What movies came out? Oh, gosh, eighty five was such a big year. Well, I'm talking like what came out competing with it. Oh, that like opening that like that yeah. opening weekend or whatever. Fletch was Fletch. Did that come out? Fletch then? came out in '85. Yeah, we we got to do Fletch, out. guys. Yo, I love Fletch, man. I'll do that. That's that movie is incredible. So it looks like I'm trying to see because uh, what what I'm seeing here is like Rambo, First Blood Part Two. Oh man, that Fletch. ran forever. But I don't know. Weekend domestic chart. I don't know if that was the day they came out or, or the day uh, that was just the chart, maybe. I don't know. Let's see what the full chart was. When did that? Oh, weekend's re- in release. That was second weekend with Fletch, it looks like. What was what was Fletch? When did that? So Fletch must came out a couple weekends beforehand. And then Rambo must have came out uh, three weekends before it. Well, Perfect came out the same weekend, which that sucks. Dud. So (laughs) I don't see any other movies listed. What I guess that were on the charts that came out that time. Um, I know there's a way to find it. View to a Kill was on the on the. uh, on that top ten, it, so it was it was June seventh, nineteen eighty five. So, yeah, I guess domestic. Yeah, here, hold on a second. If you go to here, I got it, guys. I got it. All right. Um, hold on, just a second. Here we go. We got. Okay, let's go to Memorial. Memorial Day was Rambo. That that was still out. So it started May 22nd, Rambo, and then Ghostbusters. Oh. But that that's from that's from 84 though. Oh. Yeah. So let's see here. Yeah, they're not showing all the movies. Yeah. That's what I, I couldn't find all the movies either. Yeah, they're yeah. not showing all of them. Well, that was the only movie that came out uh, on on that day. So Oh, I see. By year, let's go by month. The, but the top movie at the box office on on June seventh, nineteen eighty five, was Code of Silence with Chuck Norris. <laughs> okay, it was. 
Yeah, wow. that's what it says. Huh. I thought that was a good movie. I liked it. Hey guys, are you looking to get healthy? How about getting healthy naturally? Your body needs 90 essential nutrients, 60 minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, and 3 essential fatty acids. And the easiest way to get those nutrients into your body is to get the Healthy Body Star Pack. Go over to naturalhealthagenda.com and check out the awesome supplements that Longevity has to offer. Also, guys, after 90 days of trying the products years ago, I decided to become a distributor because Longevity gives you the power to become your own boss and to start your own business. I wanted to help others, so after healing my ailments naturally, I wanted to help other people. By becoming a distributor, I was able to share my knowledge to friends, family, and whoever wanted to listen. So drop Big Pharma, try something natural for a change. Go to naturalhealthagenda.com, naturalhealthagenda.com, and see what the power of nutrition can do for you. 85 was a huge year. I mean, yeah, yeah, it was. Back to the Future, uh, Rambo. Mm-hmm. Color Purple, Cocoon, Jewel the Nile, Witness, Goonies, Spies Like Us, Mad Max, Beyond Thunderdome, Commando, Teen Wolf, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2. Uh, Jewel the Nile was a stinker. Rambo, when Goonies was released, Rambo was still tearing up the charts. Yeah. Oh, and <laughs> in April was Police Academy 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We saw, did we see that theater? I didn't. I went seen one of the police cabins, but I don't remember which one. Oh, September. September was Invasion USA and Commando. Oh, yeah. I want to see that again, Invasion USA. Yeah, I want to see it, too. I think it's playing on Prime. It was. Oh, here you go, Steve. On March 22nd, Friday the 13th, The New Beginning. Oh, yeah. that That was the worst one. Well, maybe not the worst one, but that was the most disappointing one. No, wait, wait, was it? Was it? Wait, which one was okay. it? Where it wasn't even Jason. Oh. It was a, it was oh, a, the wow. ambulance driver. Yeah. So here you go, June. So you're saying June seventh, right? Okay, June seventh. Here it is. Rambo came in top with ten million. Goonies opened at nine million. Fletch was six, and A View to a Kill was four and a half. And then you also had Brewster's Millions. Oh yeah, Brewster's Millions. What the heck? The Care Bears movie? What the heck is this? Yeah, not the. Just to reiterate, um, yeah, Jason did play in that one. Mm. Remember that. A new beginning because it it wasn't even yes. Jason. It was an ambulance driver. Yeah, that was a big disappointment. Anyway, I just want to get that out there. That was it. Yeah, that was the guy <laughs> that wore the masks, right? Yeah, he wore his mask, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. It was a, it was really like, ah, oh, man. You know, I I mean, it it might be entertaining now. I haven't watched it in a long time, but back then I remember being pretty disappointed because. Obviously, it wasn't him, so I guess. How are you going to have a new beginning with somebody else, you know? Hey, on uh, 
Well, it's like you have a new beginning. Yeah, yeah. I know, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> on, on July, the weekend of July 26th, um, National Lampoon's European Vacation beat out Back to the Future. What? That was the only movie that beat out Back to the Future in like wow. a long time. I bet it didn't last long. Oh, probably not. No. <laughs> and then you had Mad Max, Thunderdome, Silverado. Oh, Silverado, that's great. Saint Elmo's Fire. Yeah, Saint Elmo's Fire. Yeah, that was a that was the Brat Pack. That was, we just watched that not too long ago, actually. Just to yeah, just to and then try to recap, like watch some of these old ones. You know, Back to the Future was still number one until September twenty seventh, and that was Invasion USA. Mm. But anyway, guys, um, I guess we should wrap this one up. Uh, Octopussy. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can say we've definitely done we've definitely done better podcasts, but so, yeah, so, you're allowed to have a stinker, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I think there's some uh, some good information in there, maybe. But <laughs> uh, I wish I could have done the Raiders one. We can always do a recap later or something. Um, well, you got to get me on the uh, Temple well, of Doom. Yeah, well, oh, yeah we, Temple of Doom. Yeah. I haven't seen on. it so long. I want to check it out. Uh, one of the, the probably the worst part um, is kind of in Raiders, where during it's during the motorcycle chase or the the truck chase, and you notice how he throws the guy off that big huge cliff, and you could totally tell it's like a matte painting. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's terrible. And I didn't, I didn't catch that last time. Well, maybe they cleaned it up, but. Well, like he was saying, they put a piece of glass for that cobra spitting venom, and I. Yeah, you can see it. You can see the glass. Well, like I said, I watched on Blu-ray. I couldn't see nothing. So. Well, maybe they cleaned that up. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. I'm wondering if they cleaned it up. Because there's a couple scenes in Temple of Doom that are like that. It's like, okay, that's a matte painting. It looks terrible. I'm going to have to check that out and pay more attention. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to Retro Media Talk podcast. Please uh, subscribe to our podcast. Uh, check it out. And uh, hope you enjoy it. <laughs> What's that I hear in the background? That's you. Hey, thanks. <laughs> Somebody's talking in the background. Somebody else's mic. <laughs> thanks for listening to Retro Media Podcast. We'll catch you later. Retro Media Talk. Retro <laughs> Retro Media Talk <laughs> Podcast. Yeah. All right. Goonies. See you guys. All right. See ya. Bye bye.